Hello, world. Hi, everybody. You know, my... So, honestly, this is kind of something we kind of just came up with um, couple, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. Just, you know, let's do it. It's been in the works. It's been in the works. It's been in the works. So, I'm going to get right into it. My name is Daniel. My name is Beto. And this is just the two of us. Because, you know, it's just the two of us right now. As it is. <laughs> so, we wanted to start off with a podcast. Wait. On the, on the most underrated uh, things in in our minds, you know. It, it, it's a variety of topics. Yeah, variety of topics. Kind of just... Uh, First episode of a podcast, we kind of just wanted to start. So, yeah, let's get into it. We'll get into it. All right. So, first topic, musical artist. Um, I don't know if Daniel wants to introduce yeah, us to, to yeah. his, uh, his artist. Yeah, that's fine. Um, all right. All right. So, um, my most underrated artist, um, he's a guy... I first heard of him in 2017, but I didn't really start actually listening to his projects till like 2018. With that, um, and that's how I kind of actually became a fan of his. But uh, Rock Marciano, he's a rapper out of I'm pretty sure. Let me look it up real quick. But uh, Long Island, New York. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yep. But, um, so the reason I think he's the most underrated is, for one, he's a bit of an underground artist for sure. He's a bit of an underground artist for sure, but for the, for one, his body of work is, is all quality for, it, it, when you give it a listen. Um, for one of the, some of the first few projects that I heard from him that actually got me into fandom was, um... RR2, Rosebud's Revenge, that came out in 2018. And uh, yeah, that was one of my favorite projects of 2018. The production on that is, is it's so smooth. He's got shit on there like um, Happy Endings, right, right. Kill You, Oof. damn man, Tent City. That's just fire, man. Be- Beto knows about this guy. Yeah, see, I I didn't get introduced to Rock Marciano until I heard um, uh, the Bitter Dose, uh, the second um, of his series that Daniel introduced me to while I was we were just jamming out and he was listening to um, I believe it was Happy Endings and I was like, man, this shit is sweet. Mm-hmm. I was like, smooth yo, shit, smooth shit. it's some soulful shit. And you can't overlook that with his discography. He's got like, um, he's got like a real fan base. Um, he's got his own lane, mm-hmm. and he he knows what he's about. He stays true to his music, and so I think that's why Rock Marciano has been able to at least capture the minds of like people who listen yeah. to him because he's not his that, following. Yeah, because yeah, he's definitely not that mainstream as it is. Yeah. Um, he he's definitely a for sure underground guy. But he's like Beto said, like he's defe- he's developed kind of a following that lets him eat though still comfortably. For sure. Like he's still he's still 
and he's still an artist living comfortably you know he's he may not be making the big bucks like a drake j cole whoever but um he's he's still he's comfortable he's making enough uh, money to not have to work on other shit right. so at the end of the day that's what you're trying to do um yeah. but yeah he's a great artist um a fucking um return of the dark horse that shit is also amazing um reloaded that shit is also fire marcy um bay coop i think i i might have mispronounced that but that's also very nice like he doesn't yeah beto kind of beto explained it really well he doesn't really venture out of his lane per se but the shit that he because it's not necessary it's not like new sound you know so many people have done smooth or soul production so that's that's not a new thing but the way he does it is very it's it's experimental in its own way his voice mm-hmm. he's got like a unique voice too yeah his voice um, his voice is it, kind of it's different it's a little it, it's it's muffled mm-hmm. monotone um, um so it, it's, it's definitely kinda in, that, taste. in that same vein as uh in the same vein as like west side gun for mm. anyone's word west side gun uh, kind of nasally yeah it's nasally. very distinct and it almost like hits against the track um in a we in a weird way um yeah barack marciano um and and if um if we're talking about him in the same kind of uh realm as west side gun griselda is also very um the griselda records group. yeah gotta shout out them gotta yeah shout gotta out shout out, out to them because i don't have them as my underrated artists um well, they're underrated for they've, sure. they've come out with some really fire shit this they're year underrated. um shout out to their success shout out to them but um i chose as my underrated artist uh someone who's actually a little bit a little bit more well known i guess um danny brown Oh um, shit! So, yeah, that's a nice one. I like that one. So yeah. Danny Brown, um, he's thirty-eight years old, um, Detroit oh, rapper. Honestly, he's been putting out shit this whole past decade. Mm-hmm. That's been kind of um, getting like a little bit more refined as he goes. Um, I didn't first listen to Danny Brown until, um, actually, I didn't listen to Danny Brown until he dropped that verse on One Train. With oh, um, that ASAP Rocky song. What year was that? That was like, who? I feel like maybe 2015. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's maybe, been. Or it's maybe been, a bit I was before in, that. I, I was in high school and I was mm-hmm. listening to that. Um, you know, late middle school, early high school days, and so I was like, man, who's this guy, yo? Like his his voice, um, sounds so ridiculous almost. It's ridic- yeah, it's wild. Um, like you you don't think it should work, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. it kind of does. Um, and like Rock Marciano, kind of an acquired taste, um, to the extent that not a, he does have his own following, but it's He's people that bigger. it's people that have stuck with him too through yeah, the years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like Danny Brown will never be on that stature of you know like the Drakes and Kendricks of the world. Um, he will never get that kind of following, but. He's uh he's definitely created a lane of his own mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, in my eyes, the best Detroit rapper. He's better than Big Sean, but um, Eminem's, Eminem's yeah. from Detroit too. Ah, uh, I don't. I'm I'm talking about like active oh, currently? rapper. Yeah, 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 active. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, to me, he's, yeah, he's the best sure. Detroit rapper out. 
That bat um, hasn't dropped anything bad. Yeah. Um. And so I chose Danny Brown because specifically this year he dropped. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I think that is also an underrated album. Uh, that project as a whole was uh pretty um pretty centered on this like idea that Danny Brown is like kind of at the top of his game yeah. looking down kind of yeah, kind of reflecting reflecting looking back on his wild past yeah on like, his on his past on like you know shit that he's done dirty laundry specifically that's one of those songs that like um and Danny's confirmed it too like not everything on the track is uh you know like shit that has happened but it's shit that resonates most with like the adventures in his life mm-hmm. um you know just weird crazy shit that he's done and so I think Danny Brown is uh my uh underrated rapper just because he's not he's not on that mainstream level, but he drops a lot of quality projects. The hybrid is a dope um project. Um Triple Fucking Triple X. X that's is, the that was the first um, time I listened to him. Yeah, I you know, to some that's like his masterpiece. Um I thought Atrocity Exhibition was that's was dope. Um good. I thought old had a lot of mix Mm -hmm. like it was a very long uh it's a long album compared to like let's say you know what i'm saying that's a lot shorter probably Um, his most like commercially definitely most definitely his most commercially appealing album he had a lot of uh like like the sound of dubstep songs kind of Um, and it came out in 2013 so it was like um kind of popping at that time so i still a really good album he was really Uh, buzzing a lot of a lot of tracks on that um honestly he's been consistent for so long Mm -hmm. um and i don't think he's had a bad project um you know and he and he's he's also courageous enough to try different things so i think that danny brown um is an underrated artist honestly in my book um and one of my faves for sure um yeah damn yeah that (laughs) danny brown pick that's a dope pick that's a dope pick i didn't expect that because he's definitely underrated for sure yeah Like, like you said he's got a lot of quality projects or i mean all of his shit is quality i don't think he's dropped anything like subpar yet yeah um, looking forward to to what he drops in the future mm-hmm. from now on not mm-hmm. only that not only danny brown but marciano too this mm-hmm. last album yeah marciano top notch. definitely top top 10 album definitely for recommend. me so 2019 for sure um yeah and so we move on next topic yeah which one do you want to do we can do, we can do uh, sports. Sports team or athlete. All right. You go first. I don't, I don't have this <laughs> shit all figured out. All right. Um, so I'm going to go first. Um, and my first pick, and this is a, a true homer pick, um, and it might be a little controversial for fans of, of soccer, uh, specifically those of the Premier League, um, I'm choosing Alexander Lacazette of Arsenal. Um, of 2019. This is the current. This current, is the current, yeah, current. This is, as 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 is as advertised. I think I think Lacazette is very underrated, because he offers a lot more than just the goals. And you can look at his assist numbers and still say, you know what, it's not enough. Uh, he doesn't create as much as he should. But honestly, I think he's playing that kind of Firmino role that Firmino is in Liverpool. Um, and I think that he suits it really well for Arsenal because he's not a goal poacher. He's kind of a goal creator. Um, I wouldn't say he's on the level of, you know, the Luis Suarez's of the world or even like Harry Kane. 
Um, even though, you know, fuck Harry Kane. But still, he's up there Hater. with a lot of the um, best goal creators in the he world. Um, he holds the ball up really well. He connects really well with his teammates. Honestly, he has more consistently good performances than than bad ones. It's hard to choose a lot of, you know, bad performances from him because... Um, when he's when he's been on the field, if he doesn't produce, he at least puts in a good performance. And so yeah, that's my that's my underrated pick. Um, there's probably a lot of other guys that I could have gone with, at least in the Premier League. Um, I think Dunk, the defender from uh, Brighton, is very yeah, good. He's very good. He should be on. Uh, I think Tarkowski. Tarkowski's um, nice. He's a nice defender too. Um, these guys that put in work that don't get noticed, I think they're 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 up there. Um, in terms of like, let's say basketball, um, I don't know some guy like, I think um, Maxi Kleber from the Dallas Mavs is pretty good. He's pretty solid. Um, just flipping around sports here. Um, yeah, but I think I'm gonna go with Lacazette on Arsenal because I think there's a lot of hate going on right now in the media, and uh, I think that he doesn't get the credit where it's due because he sacrifices a lot. So. Yeah, he's talking about hate. Um, Lacazette is a very good player. He's definitely undeniable on that point. So he's not trash or anything. Um, and I kind of no like. No one said he's trash. No, yeah, I, I'm not. No, I'm just saying like, I'm not an Arsenal fan. I I, I actually really dislike them. But Lacazette is one of those players where it's like, yeah, he plays for Arsenal, but he's cool. I like him. You know. <laughs> I, I, I take That's him. the best compliment you can give mm-hmm. as a Spurs No, he's fan. cool. He's cool. But um he's got a nice fade. He does. His haircut is very nice. It's always fresh. But underrated. Most yeah. Underrated. I'd say I'd say he probably is underrated. Like his numbers aren't like crazy for Arsenal, but it's they're solid. They're definitely right. solid. At least in like in the Premier League, they're not crazy. Right, I mean, right. He's not. He's not he's, scoring like twenty goals. On, on the score sheet, it doesn't show it, but he'll give you a seven every game he's if you crazy. ask for him. He's, he's, yeah, he does it all. He uh, does a lot. Recently, he's been working really hard. Hmm. Shit. So for my, don't you know, t- don't tell me Greg Jack Grealish. <laughs> Jack Grealish is nice, but so he went. So we kind of did underrated sports team slash player as like we we could pick either or so i'm going to go with a a team that i think is underrated right now and it is they play in the bundesliga i'm gonna go with soccer as well and borussia mokin gladbach okay that's a nice thing i'd say they're underrated right now if you look at the standings right now in the bundesliga they're second in the league uh, 35 points right now, two behind Leipzig, who've, who've also had a really two good year. Two ahead of Bayern, too. Yeah, two ahead of Bayern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, their coach, uh, Marco Royce, he's been linked with Dortmund already. He's been linked with... He was linked with Arsenal before they hired um, Arteta. Yeah. I saw links uh, links with that. Yep. Um, good manager. I'm, I think he's pretty young, too. But yeah, no, yeah. good good manager. He was at um Salzburg the year before, and they always have good teams. Um, they always have a 
they're they're always an interesting team to look at when they play in Europe because they'll they got they got solid players. They got solid players. Yeah, they uh they're definitely one of those teams that um are always top half of the table. Um, they're always threatening to get into the Champions League. Um, and if not they're if not in the Champions League, you know they're always fighting for Europa League spots. So yeah, I would I didn't think of them as an underrated team. Mm-hmm. Um, just because. Um, I don't know. I think this year the Bundesliga is it's it's perhaps still at a high quality level, but it's very inconsistent. Kind of like the Premier League is right now. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the um, La Liga started off really inconsistent. Granada yeah. was for some reason. Yeah, Granada like, was like top of the league for yeah. a few weeks. Um, so and and across the leagues, there's a lot more parity. I think in Europe. Um, Juventus might not win the Scudetto this year. I hope they don't. Um, I hope they don't either. Um, sorry, Juventus fans. Uh, I'm not a hater. I just would like, like to, to see s- someone different. Like to see some change. Yeah. Um, and Inter is definitely my favorite um, Italian team. Has always been my favorite Italian team to watch um, since the, like Zidane days. Um, then later on Adriano. But um, I digress. I think uh, I think watching Gladbach is a good pick. Yeah, but. Because I would say their team, like, in terms of the players, like, they're kind of full of, like, I'd, I'd say, like, B-level players. Right. Like, not necessarily guys that are going to be, like, world-class. Right. Granit Xhaka came from Montreal. Yeah, yeah, he did. Not the best. Although, no. I, I would say Jan, Jan Sommer, their goalkeeper, Sommer. he's really good. Right, He's right. a very, very, very um, good goalkeeper. They got that left-back Wendt, who's also mm-hmm. he's He's been there quality. for a minute, Top too. Top quality. Mm-hmm. They got uh, Matthias Ginter. He's mm-hmm. had a, He's been really good for them because he struggled at Dortmund. That that move, he didn't get a lot of playing time. Like, this move to Morgan Gladbach has really helped yeah, him. Yeah, and I think they've also got a sneaky, um, like, deep team mm-hmm. where you can, you can sub in some of these guys and... They'll put in some good minutes, yeah. uh, honestly. Dude, in attack, like Raphael, uh, even though he's a lot older now. Yeah. Raphael, they he still gets he plays every Raphael, now and then. I like that midfielder Zakaria, mm-hmm. very um just imposing. He's guy. been linked with some big big clubs. Yeah. But uh, Alisson Plea, the the striker they have, they got Embolo, Briel Embolo, and then Marcus Thuram. Like that's a pretty deep attack. Right, right. Attack. They've got options up top. Yeah. Um, it's it'll be interesting to see if they can keep up. Um, with the pacer going in the Bundesliga, because I don't think it's it's really uh, it'll be tough to keep that up. Yeah. It's not like the Premier League where it's actually kind of decided now who's gonna win it. Um, the Bundesliga is much more open. La Liga is pretty open. Mm-hmm. Um, still. Um, and yeah, I think, Serie, uh, Serie A is up there. Lazio people. Lazio's talk about band. them. They've been really up good. There. Um, League on like PSG hasn't ran away with it. Yeah, yet. it's not over. Um, yeah, that's that's a good pick. All right. So, uh, yeah, moving on to, uh, we're going to do underrated movie. And um, my pick, all right, so I can understand the arguments when people are like, this isn't an underrated movie because it was pretty well acclaimed when it came out. It did well in the box office. You know, they got nominated for some award shows. Um, they got nominated for some award shows. But the one that I would say is Looper. All right? And I, this is just strictly personal. Just because... It must be. I really like People that movie. about Looper. 
And I just feel like it doesn't get talked about. Yeah. I just feel like it doesn't get talked about. You know, it's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Bruce Willis. Uh, what's her name? Emily Blunt, I think, is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Paul Dano, who's also a pretty good supporting actor. Yeah, Jeff Daniels. It's got it's got a good cast. Um, it's got a it's like a high concept movie too. It's not something you see as much nowadays that mm-hmm. you know. It was it was kind of interesting. It was yeah. an interesting plot line. It's kind of it's basically like so if you haven't heard of it, yeah, you know, um, time travel shit. That shit is possible in this movie. It's based in the future. And basically, you have these guys that work for, like, mobs and shit, where their their whole job is to... So the mob will give them someone, and their whole job is to take them back in, into time and then kill them. And that's how they're kind of erased. So it, that's that's kind of the premise of the movie. It's super dope. It's about it's about this one dude. I, I think they're called... I, I think they're called loopers? Probably. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. But Yeah, so they're supposed to, like close their loop yeah close the loop like? yeah exactly close or, the loop yeah um i remember watching it a few years ago and it definitely um i i don't want to say that the ending was predictable but i it definitely didn't surprise me as much as it did with other people who had seen it um very good ending nonetheless mm-hmm. um really good movie throughout um good action in it um keeps you on the edge of your seat for most of the movie too it's good Got good scenes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good movie. Good movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it. If you have, rewatch that shit. You know because it's it's quality. It's a quality film. It's a quality film. It's um a Ryan Johnson film. Same guy who made uh the Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Don't, um, if don't, you don't yeah. If don't. you didn't like the Last Jedi, I'm saying it. It's, don't fall him It's for that. not. Yeah. Don't. That's, Those aren't the same. Yeah, that's a ruse right there. That you don't you don't pay attention to those. Um, ignore it. Ignore, ignore it. Ignore that shit. Yeah, ignore it. Actually, ignore the entire last three movies that the Star <laughs> Wars has come up with. Ignore the franchise for now. Force Awakens was cool though. Pay attention to Mandalorian. Talk about Star Wars. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Watch that. Mm-hmm. Don't watch these 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 Star Wars movies. Don't no, no. It's not it's not really there. But um, he but he did his thing in Looper. He did his thing. He, that was a very good movie. Um. Definitely a lot of heat checks in that movie. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt hasn't uh, hasn't been kind of out there in a minute either. Yeah, that's so. a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Hmm. Hopefully he gets a job soon. Yeah, he's, I think he's a good actor. <laughs> Whatever happened to um, the whole Robin shit? Like, because wasn't he supposed yeah. to be Robin? Yeah, he was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if he was supposed to be Robin, but... Maybe it just turned out that he was Robin in, in what was it, uh, The Dark Dark Rises? Rises, yeah. I mean, he's, um, he was like, he said Robin at the end. So I was I, like, I, I know that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they were um, at the Actually time going to do plan to do yeah. something with him as Robin. Um, but that would have been cool. Yeah. Could have fit the role. Um, yeah. I wonder how they make the costume look, though. Yeah. Uh, definitely fucking weird. Geeky green and shit um it looks like a christmas tree um movies uh i'll stay with mine um my movie is the hateful eight um i don't know underrated you've seen it yeah underrated um so the hateful eight is a quentin tarantino movie movie. um my guy quentin tarantino made a lot of good movies um Mm -hmm. he's made some solid movies so movies are like eh honestly um but I've enjoyed some of his. I've enjoyed most of his work. 
Um, I thought Pulp Fiction is a dope movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kill Bill, honestly, um, with the anime scenes, some of the best shit that I've ever seen. Kill Bill is my favorite movie um, by him. Yeah, it's like super dope. And I was actually thinking about putting that one as my underrated because I feel like it's been lost in the consciousness. Really? Conscious- yeah, it's... It, I feel like Kill Bill. The Bill's, jumpsuit is like iconic. The, uh, the jumpsuit is iconic. Um, you know, uh, what 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 else? Like some of the some of the one liners in that movie, like the pussy wagon. Yeah. Um, you know, people remember that. Um, that shit where the dude where the 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 lady that she had to kill at the end. Or not yeah. kill at the end. The, the the Japanese lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she cuts um, off that dude's head. Her, yeah, she cuts off like her uh, uh the dude's the head. Bosses yeah, and then her head gets like scalped. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. fuck man. Yeah, it's that's a good movie. movie. It's a good movie. Um, not changing my pick though. No, but, Hateful um, Eight. No, Hateful Eight's a Hateful, good movie. Hateful Eight, I thought was underrated just because um I remember watching this shit in theaters. Um, there was like maybe ten of us in that entire movie theater, and. There was this um, family of three. I think it was a dad, a mom, and they brought their fucking eight-year-old son to watch this movie. Mm. And if you've seen this movie, there's this scene. Pretty violent. There's this scene. And yeah, it's violent. I mean, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie, yeah. a lot of blood. Um, but there's this one scene in particular. It's like near the middle, like right right near where an intermission, a slight intermission is. Um, and it's Samuel L. Jackson, and he's talking to this one guy. Um, and he's trying to aggravate him or provoke him um, into shooting at him so that he can kill him. Um, and so he talks about this one guy, and he knows the one guy's son, this old dude. And he talks about how his son, he made his son, Samuel L. Jackson made his his son fucking walk through the snow, bare naked, and then fucking pull out his Johnson and suck it. And... I oh, lost yeah. my fucking shit. I could I couldn't fucking hold my laughter in and I don't think anyone really could at that time. And there's this fucking 8-year-old who stands up on his seat to watch this shit happen. It's unfolding before his eyes and he's just watching this fucking beat up naked guy suck Samuel L. Jackson's <laughs> dick. That shit was hilarious, yeah. man. And it fucking blew my mind and I'm like this is really happening, man. We're in this movie. There's this 8-year-old this eight-year-old is not is not pushing me to make this the most underrated movie, but I'm telling you that it was quite a spectacle, and it made me really think about like the limits that a movie can go, um, especially a Tarantino movie. And I thought that was one of the most underrated scenes in all of his filmography. Um, I think the shit with fucking um, Channing Tatum coming out as like a Mexican in this movie, he's like doing this really weird accent, and he shows up like three quarters away through the movie um gets his brains his brains blown out fucking 10 seconds after you meet him um it's got a lot of those moments where it's it's really suspenseful and i I really like that movie um and the plot is wild plot is wild um and you know i don't no one survives um Mm -hmm. you know spoiler alert but came out a while ago yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, you know, go fuck yourself. But um, if 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 you haven't for real seen it, uh, I'll try to watch it. It's on Netflix, I think. Um, really worthwhile watching, even if I just ruined it for you. Um, for the t- uh, approximate three people that are going to listen to this. <laughs> you start small, you build, man. You build. All right. Um, so we've been, like, going at this for, like, half an hour. Um, and we've got... 
about six or seven more topics and we're gonna try and breeze through these mm-hmm. a little bit more a little bit quicker um than we have these past few uh, uh topics um but uh we'll, we'll we'll make it worth your while um we'll do a little speed round of this um most underrated to finish it off um yeah just a quick little like just your reasoning yeah yeah, yeah. just we'll we'll give our reasonings uh we'll provide evidence and we'll provide some hot takes mm-hmm. this is, all right so this is the speed round we're gonna start with food most underrated food all right mine is rice i mean i kind of i come you know I come from um, a Nigerian, African household. Dude, we said it was going to be fast. No, yeah, it's fast. It's fast. <laughs> it's fast. But uh, that shit, that's just kind of, it's it, it's it's big. It's big, man. It's big. So I grew up eating a lot of rice, man. And there's so much shit that you can add to it, man. It's great. It's great. All the right. meats you can add. Yeah. Fucking stew is amazing. You know? It's great. And there's so many variations. Like fried rice is great. Damn, man. White rice, man. White, shit's yeah. underrated. White rice is Can't great. Can't talk about that enough. This shit called, like, jollof rice is fire. Probably my favorite kind. But, yeah, yeah, rice, rice, yeah. rice. And see, what's rice without beans mm. in my culture? Rice and I beans think is rice very and good, beans, too. Rice and, see, beans beans are my most underrated just because, honestly, same thing as, as, as rice. Like, you, you can do so many things with it. Yeah. And, and it's not used enough. Mm. I feel like beans... You can eat beans with a lot of different foods. You can eat beans with chicken. You can eat beans with, um, with you know, obviously with any anything rice. You can eat beans with beef. Beans and beef. Mm. Any kind of tacos that you might eat. Um, you know, you gotta have beans with that. Um, beans and rice for that matter. Honestly, beans, they're fucking up there. Beans and the chili. I work at Wendy's. That shit is fucking fire. Sometimes, not gonna lie, it's the only thing I eat, and it's cause of the beans. They fucking work it. They, they they make they make it worthwhile. Um, clothing brand. Clothing brand. Uh, mine. Yeah, I kind of I kind of just came up with this like maybe a minute ago, really. But I'm gonna go with um or I'm gonna settle with really because I I just didn't really have a lot of time. I haven't had a lot of time to think about it. But I'm gonna go with Champion. That'd probably be the first one. I think one. that's overrated. That I okay. I'm saying specifically. Because I really only wear this thing from Champion, but specifically... You only wear Champion? No, I'm saying I'm this specific um clothing article from Champion is the only thing. Right. I'm oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I really only made... I, maybe I have a Champion hat, though. But maybe... So the main thing I wear, though, is... um. <laughs> champ, cha- the Your Champion hoodies. hoodie, man. The Champion hoodie, you know? That shit is... You can't go wrong with a champion hoodie, but I feel like if we're talking about clothing brand... I'm like If we're the, talking about clothing brand... Champion hoodies are underrated, man. They're is super that, comfortable. Is that your argument? They're champion? super comfortable. You know, they're simple, but it's still, like, nice. You know, there's not a lot to it in sure. terms of the design, sure. but it's still a nice... It's nice shit. It's nice shit, man. Com- Would you say that... Part of the reason why you might think that it's some nice shit is because it's it's like it's got some clout now, because let's be honest, like three or four years ago, no champion, it didn't was not it, it did brand. not it was not mm-hmm. popping it was not it wasn't up there with you know, um it wasn't getting sold at like champs or some shit you wouldn't go to a store and get some champion mm-hmm. you you uh you get champion like you receive it someone gives it to you as a gift 
I've like, got like, champion Christmas. Yeah, gifts, yeah. yeah I've, I've had champion Christmas Christmases for years. Back when they were, um, you know, lame. Fila was was another one of those. Yeah, you know? Fila's cool now. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't think of it as an underrated. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think it's that underrated. I think the champion hoodie is underrated. I think that's perfectly rated. I think the champion hoodie is underrated. It's a very good hoodie, man. <sighs> All right, man. Get yourself one. I don't think I need one for that matter. I'm saying fuck champion. Fuck capitalism in general, guys, if you didn't know. All right? No, yeah. Don't censor me, U.S. government. (laughs) These airwaves are fucking going to get polluted with my rhetoric. Okay, I'm I'm going off a tangent. All right. Favorite favorite clothing brand. Favorite clothing. My favorite, or I guess my most underrated is actually Kappa. Um. What's the, that? It's a exactly. It's called Kappa, and so the reason it's Kappa is because they used to make, <coughs> um, the fucking sickest Roma jerseys. Um, it's that brand where it's like two people sitting behind each other. Okay, yes, I know what you're um, talking about now. Yeah. It looks almost like an M. It looks almost like the logo for Marseille. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I think Kappa's fucking underrated because I think Torino have that because now. I haven't seen enough Kappa, not only jerseys. I haven't seen enough Kappa T-shirts. I haven't seen enough Kappa hoodies. I need to see this shit everywhere. So Kappa you have everywhere. Kappa hoodies? No, I don't. And that's part of the reason why. Hey, what, what the, why are you? Why are you? Come you on. Don't got, you don't got the shit that you think's underrated. Yeah, Is it yeah. like super pricey? It it can be pricey. That's another thing about Kappa. It's kind of pricey. So you can't really get it anywhere either. You also have to kind of... From the, so you got to go from the website? Yeah, you got to go out the website. You can look it up. Uh, but it's you know it's not sold at your local Marshalls or fucking, I don't yeah, know, your retailer. Whatever, yeah. It's You won't find it at, at, at the mall. Um, yeah, so mine is Kappa. Next, next topic. If we're going to say underrated, though, just <sighs> before we go to the next topic, this isn't a specific brand, but like thrift shopping, you know, that's pretty that's cool. Underrated. That's underrated. That's cool. for sure. I fuck with thrift shopping. That's a good one. I, I found some gems. Thrifting? Thrift shop. I found like a polo, like bomber jacket at a thrift Ooh. shop. They've got a lot of colors in thrift shops, and I always like the, the different colors they mm-hmm. have there. So it's crazy. Colors. Unconventional. This button up, it's super unconventional that I got. But it's 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 guys, it's, guys, guys, it's undeniable. We're undeniable. fucking spitting spitting some knowledge here. You guys need to take notes, cause hey, man. hit up a thrift shop. A thrift shop. It could just be a simple goodwill, man. You'll find some nice shit. Man. Ah, fuck Dude. a goodwill. Or you know, I mean, yeah, goodwill. I guess moral wise, policy wise, is kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's definitely. Uh, color. Oh, color. Um, I'd say gray. You know, I think it's simple. But the shit, the shit is nice. It's classy, man. I like it. So I, I like the color. I think gray is a good color. Um, I think gray is almost like if your favorite color was clear, like literally just clear mm-hmm. transparency. I don't know or a transparent thing. Um, gray is cool because you can wear gray and it's not um, like it won't offend anyone. You know, you're just wearing gray. Look at me, I'm fucking wearing gray. Um, it's not an offensive color. It's uh, you can put it on your walls. It's really cool. Um, purple is mine. Put it on the floor. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do purple as like a, my wall color, but I would say this. I think purple 
And this isn't just because I'm an SOB. Um, you know, Beta's 86, 1986, remember, forever. Um, I think purple is a cool color to wear as, like, a shirt. I think purple... I have a pair of purple shorts that I wear all the time, and they're mm. fucking nice. Um, if you wear purple with white, classy. Um, you know, like kind of like the Northwestern colors. I really like that. Um, purple purple with a lot of... Uh, you know, my high school's colors were purple, green, and gold. Very nice colorway. I think purple's underrated. Purple's a good color, for sure. Royalty. It's a... Yeah. Symbolizes royalty... Olden yeah. days, but no, purple is definitely a good pick. I like I like the color purple. Move two. All right, <laughs> cooking utensil. Cooking utensil. I'm gonna say. I like how we're also not going really fast with these. He said these were gonna be like some fascinating topics. That last one was still taking fast. It. I don't know, man. We're... <laughs> it was faster than the last one before that. All right, yeah, so yeah, 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 It's yeah, general yeah. improvement. We're working on this, guys. But no, utensils, I say tongs. Tongs <clears throat> are, are tongs are tongs are overrated. You use this shit all the time, yeah. bro. Tongs you can use your fucking hands. They're you're just extensions that, of your hands. You're gonna grab that burning meat and turn that no, shit no, no, with no. your hands. I'm not saying they're not necessary. I'm just saying they're overrated because they're just more hands, you know? You could get like a towel and flip I like that the, shit. I like more hands, man. Oh, I, I I would use tongs whenever I can, but I'm just saying like, are there alter- alternatives? Yeah, there's there's an alternative, and it's called using your fucking hands. I want to see you using your hands then, like, forever. I'm just saying it's not. If we're talking about underrated things, I don't think they're underrated. I'm sorry. That's my opinion, bro. They're underrated, man. They don't get the respect they deserve. I think colanders, that's my pick. I think those are underrated because they take water out of your fucking spaghetti, you know? Mm. And sometimes, and you don't really want wet spaghetti. Mm-hmm. It's already got that weird snaky doodly kind of texture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you want to you wanna get make sure the water gets out of your spaghetti. And I like colanders. Not only spaghetti, any kind of pasta or anything that you're trying to like... You know, I steam broccoli and shit. You get a fucking need a colander, man. You need to fucking strain that shit out. Um, yeah, it's not like fucking tongs where you can just use your fucking hands. I mean, technically you, you could, could use your hands. You could use your hands go to ahead, get the water bro. out. Go, go get your you get those hands, man. Use them. But it's not, it's not, it's not what you like to see. You don't, you hate to see it. Holiday. Holiday, man. I honestly don't even really have one. Like, I don't have one. Um, but I'll just say, um, yeah, I, I, I apologize, guys. I was not prepared for this one. Uh, holiday, man. Damn. See, there's not a ton of holidays you can choose from. Like, I looked this shit up. Yeah. And there's like way less holidays. Unless you, like, really want to get into, like, the nitty-gritty, like, um, I don't know, like, the state-mandated gov- state holidays or some shit. Like, this is uh, Jumping Jacks Day, or this is the day where we celebrate um, dolphins or some shit. You know, those kind of holidays. It's not like that. Like, Donut Day. Um, I was just going to say Labor Day for all of us. Just because we need more of them. 
Need, I'll agree with that. We yeah. need more Labor Days. We, I'll, my my pick is also Labor Day. We need more of those. I feel like there shouldn't just be one day out of the entire fucking year where we all we all just decide, hey, maybe we should stop working just maybe for like one day. Maybe like five. Five. There would should be, be nice. like a week where we all a do week that would be shit. Dope, yeah. And I'm not talking about New Year's. Cause then you also have to spend that time with the family, or you have to be traveling and shit. Nah, 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 nah. I'm talking about a good old fashioned week where you're lazy as shit. And you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. Good pick. Good pick. Well, that's also my pick. So. Yeah. All right. Pat good on the back. Right Pat's now. on the back, guys. Good shit, bro. Alcoholic drink. Okay. So mine, if you haven't heard of it, you're fucking up. Step your game up. But mine is Smirnoff Smash. All right? Get smashed. You know what I'm saying? Smirnoff Smash. Get that shit for like $3 a can. Get three of those. That sounds like you're trying to get white girl wasted. Hey, man. I'm trying to get drunk. Smirnoff Smash will get the job done. If it gets the job done, and you, I, won't, I won't judge. Like three of those, you're good. You're pretty, you're pretty Gucci. You're sitting pretty. So, yeah, my pick is Smirnoff Smash. All right. This is a non-advertisement uh, podcast. Let's mm. remember I mean, this. I mean, it definitely can be. I want to make some money off of this eventually. Right. That'd be cool. All right. So then um, in the future, we'll censor all the uh, brands and products that we mentioned on this show. Just to, you know, if they want us to, if, if they want us to advertise, we're, we're free. We're open. This is a side note. Um, and we'll probably edit this out once we finish this, this podcast. Alcoholic drink is Blue Moon Mango for me. The mango weed, I think it's called or something. So it's basically a Blue Moon, but mango. Um, top-notch fucking beer. Top-notch beer. Um, you can't go wrong with it. It's 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 got that fruity element, but it's also flavorful. Um, it's rich. It's it's a beer that you can drink for forever not get tired of it blue um, moons in general though are nasty well, like the regular blue moon is I, gross I, i'm not talking about the regular blue moon all right i guess man but the mango the mango is the one i'm talking about because the mango it's got some punch to it and i think that if you're gonna buy any kind of blue moon god rest uh bless your soul but um you should do a mango instead um so next time you go out and get a blue moon ask for the mango or else you're fucking missing out. Um, get smashed or get mango. Brought to you by... Get smashed. Just the two just of the us. Just the two of us. <laughs> Sex position. This is okay. the final one, guys. The oh, main this the event. This is the main event. Okay, alright, cool. Just in case you guys were... So... Hoping for us to... Yeah, elaborate on our right sex here. positions. No, but... um, My most underrated... Sex position. Bukaki. Nah. I would not say that. A mandingo party. The good old fashioned one. Nah, man. No, but I'd say um, my most underrated position would be... I'm, I don't know the specific name of it. I don't, I don't know the if Eiffel there's like Tower. a specific... I don't know what that is. An Alaskan pipeline. <laughs> I don't know what Strawberry that is. Strawberry shortcake? Yeah, I don't really... These are sex moves now. Yeah, I don't know these names. Um, but, um, the one that I would go with is, it's the one, it's the shit where, you know, she's like, um, 
she's like on her on her stomach right but the lower the lower half of the body she is like arched up you know arched okay and that's a very good so position. like she's on her knees no she's on her back she's lying down on the bed but her low, you said low, she's on her stomach didn't you yeah on her stomach lying down She's on her stomach, yeah, lying on, down. Yeah, lying face down. Face first. Yeah, face first. On the bed. But her the lower half, so the butt part. Of yeah, her, the butt part <laughs> is arched up. Is arched up. Yeah. So you just legs spread. Yeah. Are you saying you? It's just from behind. Yeah, but I don't. That's not just like a doggy not, style. Yeah, but that's not like. You're on calling all it. Fours. No. She's on. She's on her back. I or, feel or like. He, or he, of course. I he, feel like they, it's whatever. Right. It's 2020. We don't judge. It's I life. think that it's life. I think that what you're describing is doggy style. Not necessarily that she's on all fours, but if it's let's say a shorter girl, because I've encountered that before. Mm. Like it's kind of hard to get the geometry right, um, and so sometimes you gotta maneuver it. It just yeah, it's just you know it doesn't work that that well. So I feel like what you're what you're describing is, is doggy style. It's a variation of it, and I like that position a lot. Hey, no, hey, no, no judging here. Honestly, I'm cool with that too. Whatever gets the job done. Um, they all get the job. I was gonna say actually, an underrated one was uh like a reverse cowgirl almost. Um, so like, it's like a missionary, but she's turned turned the other way around, and you know why? Because you could if specifically depending on on the girl or the guy for whoever is into that. Um, into guys, I like it when I can see a girl, uh, and like if she has a, a decent ass, uh, to see it like going up and down. I don't know, man. Like, what do you want me to say? I'm going to say personally, I'm not even a fan of that position. <sighs> That's disappointing. Hey, look, I'm, I'm going out but on a limb here. Yeah, but I, I will, cause do you, man, do I, do I like the position you mentioned? I really do. I enjoy that. Probably decision. even more than the reverse cowgirl. But what I'm, I'm trying to go for underrated here, you know. I'm, I'm just... It's underrated. I'm trying to uh, take these shots, you know. You miss every shot you don't take. And I'm, I'm talking about this position, and I'm going to stand by it. Um, okay. And it's also very good for those kinds of encounters where you really don't want to look at this girl's face. Because... <laughs> Maybe she doesn't want to look at your face. Maybe man. she doesn't want to look at yours. Either way, there's a lot of shame um, and a lot of encounters sometimes. And it's best for you not to look at each other um, in your most intimate moments. And so that's why that's why I feel like these positions um, are at least good for that. You know, you don't establish that eye contact, you know. Um, yeah. All right, <laughs> we got through that. All right, I think um I think that went okay. I think that went pretty well, honestly. I mean, you guys will be the judge. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's almost fifty minutes of us just talking, man. So that was that was way over what we were expecting. We we probably will not enjoy this ourselves, um, when we take it back and but, edit uh, it, if there will be any editing at all, but. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Once again, we are just the two of us. Um, my name is Daniel. My name is Bethel. All right. And yeah, peace. <laughs>